Moto America fans, it's time for another episode of Off Track with Carruthers and Bice. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you may even learn something from this unlikely pair and their special guest. The mic is yours, Paul and Sean. Welcome, Moto America fans, to this latest episode of Off Track with Carruthers and Bice. I am Bice, the second fiddle to Carruthers, who's with me now. Hi, Paul. How are you? My, how's your fiddle? <laughs> my fiddle, my violin, whatever it is, it's it's pretty good. It's not a Stradivarius, but you know, it's not bad. Um, yeah, you need to quit playing with your fiddle. Is what you need to quit doing. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm going blind. Um, so, so Paul, you know, the cool thing is on this podcast, we get to talk to a lot of awesome riders and different people in the industry, and you know, journalists or whatever. But we don't often get to uh announce a rider who's racing in superbike for this uh for our season and we're going to do that today we have a rider on who is going to let us know what he's doing who he's going to be racing for um i'll let and i'll kick it to you and then we'll then we'll so you can say who it is and then we'll go from there all right well this guy's um it seems like he's been with us forever and i think he's he almost has but uh he's from south africa and his name's cameron peterson and uh, I think all of our fans would know who he is. Um, Cameron was ninth in this year's Superbike Championship. Um, his best result was uh, was sixth place, and I think he did that four times. So he had a pretty good season, considering um, you know he also had some difficulties with with machines and 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 mechanical stuff that that happened. And um, I know he's he's probably really excited to to have a new opportunity. Uh, it's great that he's continuing to be able to. Uh, to get himself in Moto America and, and continue to thrive. I don't think we've seen his full potential yet. As fa in fact, I know we haven't. I think he's uh, he's a kid that could uh, that could finish on the podium in 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 Superbike. Um, I think he's shown the speed. I just don't think he's had the program that's been that's enabled him to to actually show his true potential. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping that this is a program that's going to work out well for him, and I, I think it is based on the team and uh, and the success they've had in the past. So I think he's going to enjoy what he's what he's about to embark on. And and hey, Cameron, why don't you you tell us exactly what that is? Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, good, really well. Yeah, so uh, yeah, actually, really, really excited. Um, kind of funny how this all came about. You know, I was scrambling around two weeks two weeks ago with with nothing um and and we went to san diego supercross and my dad just ended up sitting in front of chris Ulrich and uh you know chris asked my dad what was going on and before you know it i think chris was on the phone talking to whoever he could just uh trying to line something up for me and uh yeah literally before you knew it 10 20 minutes i, I was getting a call from george and uh we had a line a ride lined up Okay, and what team is that? Come on, you, uh, that, you, you, that, you got ahead of yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. So I'm I'm riding for Altus Motorsports. Uh, going to be on a Suzuki GSXR thousand. Um, riding in this thousand superstar class as well as a Superbike Cup. So uh, I, I'm I'm super pumped. I can't be more thankful for you know just the guys giving me another opportunity to hopefully show show everybody what I've got and what I'm capable of. Um. But yeah, I'm pumped. It's going to be a lot of racing, a lot of riding this year, which is, which is what I've been looking for since I moved to America. So I'm I'm extremely excited. Can't wait for it to, to all get going. 
Now you're headed out to Chuck Wallet to actually ride the thing this weekend. I am. I'm actually sitting in my car right now at the track, sweating. <laughs> it's already hot? It's, it's cooking out here. Wow. <laughs> Um, Cam, so, you know, I want to talk about Altus Motorsports a little bit. You know, they've been in our paddock for a while and they, they are awesome. They have a really good size footprint. They, I would say they're one of the more prominent teams in terms of the branding that they do and they do a good job. You know, they have a number of riders that race for them. Their, uh, their son also races. Um, and you know, they've had, heck, they've had twins cup riders. They've had uh, junior cup riders, you know, stock 1000, you're going to be racing Superbike this year. It's, I think you've landed with with a really good team that has uh, a good good footprint and is well known. So you know that's going to certainly help your career. And um, being on a hammer built bike is probably going to help you too. You've got to be pretty psyched about it. Uh, I'm so psyched about the whole deal. Um, you know, I, I I don't know the team very well, but just the the few conversations I've had with George and and uh, you know I I know Eric Gray pretty well from working. You know, in 2016, when I rode for M4, he he was a part of the team. So, you know, just uh, speaking to George a little bit that I have, he seems like an awesome, awesome person. And, and the whole reason why he's doing this and, and trying to get riders involved is is awesome. So I, I couldn't be more pumped to be part of the program. And, uh, you know, especially having Team Hammer and, and M4 in our, in our corners is going to help massively. So, uh like I said, I can't wait. I just want to start riding and, and start racing yesterday. <laughs> well, doing Superbike and Stock 1000, I mean, you're going to be a busy boy on the weekend. It, it, it's going to be a lot of riding, a lot of racing. And that's, I mean, that's got to be something that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I've I've kind of struggled with since I moved here is, uh, you know, I, I probably, every year that I've been here, at most I've got to test twice a year. Um, so, you know, riding, riding has been one of my problems. And, and I think this year, just being able to ride a lot and kind of, you know, keep building on, on what I've learned over the years, I think this year is going to be a big year for me. Um, you know, I think I'm going to learn a lot and uh, hopefully just get some results and, and kind of get that confidence back and, and stand on the podium again. You know, that's, uh, that's my goal. I, I kind of missed that feeling. It's been a while. I think 2016 was the last time I did that. So. Um, yeah, I think, I think everything, I think everything's going to gel super well. Um, I think the team's going to work super good and I've got some special people in my corner. That's, that's going to help out. That's really good. Uh, so Kim, um, this, we're breaking this news on this podcast on off track with Crothers and Bice. You are, it's this news is coming out for the first time, uh, with you. But I have a question. Obviously, you talk to people. I know you're pretty close to your countrymen in South Africa. Well, your South African countrymen, neither of you are in South Africa right now. But Matthew, <laughs> does, does he know about this? Have you talked to him? I haven't spoken to Maddie in a while, actually. Uh, I know he just got back back home uh, in Atlanta. So uh, we send, we all pretty much do is send each other memes every once in a while. But I haven't spoken <laughs> to him in a while. Well, I'm sure he's going to be psyched for you to know because – you know, you guys will be on the track at the same time and everything, and that that'll be that'll be nice to see. Um, what do you think? I mean, you haven't gotten on the bike yet. Um, you've you've raced Suzuki's before six six hundreds, correct? Yeah, yeah, I rode the six hundred. Um, but yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to expect. You know, I'm just kind of every year that I've been here since 2015, I've been on a different motorcycle. Um, 
so I'm kind of used to it by now and, and I'm just going to go and in, go into it with an open mind and, and, uh, you know, not rush things, just kind of let them come to me and, and see what the bike likes and what it doesn't and, and take it from there. You know, with how important this announcement is and how excited you are, the the one question I have for you is, how's your dad? <laughs> uh, you know, you, I mean, Paul, you know, my dad is, he's so invested in all of this. Um, so I think, I think he actually takes it more than I do when, when I don't have a ride, I can tell he's, he's super upset. So, um, yeah, he actually had a bit of a, a part to play in this and, and getting this ride. So he's super pumped and I, I think he's excited. I think he's more excited than I am to see what I can do on, on the bike and, and in the championship. Yeah, I, I can see, I can, I bet he's got a smile on his face right now. So that, that's good. And, uh, you tell you you've also just you're just coming off of the Josh Hayes camp, right? Right. And will Josh be working with you again as far as rider coach? Uh, you know that's the plan. I'm I'm trying to work on some stuff so that I can I can pay him. <laughs> um, right. But but that's the plan. You know, I having Josh in my corner has played a massive role in my career, and and if I can continue working with him, I will. So. Uh, we we working on some stuff trying to make it happen. Um, so we'll see here in the next couple of weeks if if we'll be working together or not. You know, it's funny, Cam. So so you sent that the video that video this week to um, to Paul and and uh, it went nuts. I mean, people loved it out for obvious reasons. You're going crazy on a well, kind of super moto. Uh, it's kind of moto bike on a road race track or a cart track. Squealing the tires like crazy. Um, I understand Hunter Dunham shot that footage of you, but good job with that. It looks like you've still got your skills going. So, <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> you know that. Honestly, that's one lucky thing having a Road Race Factory, American Super Camp, and all those guys in my corners. I might not be racing thousands and and four fifties, but I do get to do a lot of riding. So, um, yeah, it's always fun getting out there on the super motorbikes and just messing around and and uh getting a little bit sideways was that during the camp that that uh josh had uh well this month earlier this month is that where, you, where that footage was taken from yeah yeah that was at okay. apex with, with all the guys out there okay so let me ask you this based on that now you i believe you did the the the, the very first camp the beta test to that camp and it was a couple of weeks and it was it was pretty intense was this how was this one compared to that one was it just just as intense or a little less uh, where, where was it at? Yeah, it it was very similar to that first one we went to, you know. Obviously the first one we went to we had Gerloff and, and Bobby Fung and a whole bunch of guys there. So um it might have been a little bit more more aggressive when the first time we were there. Um but no, this time was it was still no joke. We we did a lot of miles on the bicycle and uh we rode a lot, a lot. So um, I think everybody had a great time and enjoyed it and um yeah, it's it's such an awesome program that Josh has got going on there. Can't I wait think for what the he's next not, one. and what he's not telling you, Sean, because I was there one day was, um, I think Cam uh, got great pleasure from being faster than Garrett Gerloff. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. I'm gonna back Garrett up on this one. He both days on the Superbikes, he ended up being quicker than me, but i I think I had the lap time the whole day, and at the end of the day, it took him a whole day to get it, but he did get it well, yeah, so, he probably wouldn't have gone home until he did oh yeah <laughs> no, he would have it was, 
the one day at Grange, he was out there. I think he did like 49 laps the one stint, just trying to get that lap time. <laughs> he got it though. Yeah. You know, I want to go back to a minute. You had mentioned about going to San Diego Supercross, and you know, this is something that. I hear a lot. There's this idea of, you know, put yourself in the window, so to speak. It makes you guys sound like your pets or something. And you have to be the, the doggy in the window or something. But I've seen heard, seen and heard that happen so much. Guys, riders that may not have a ride, you know, they'll go to a round that they're not. And, and you know, before you know it, they'll be riding again. Um, you know, a good, great example of it is a few years ago after, you know, Josh Heron came back from Moto2. He didn't have anything he showed up at New Jersey at the end of our, our season that year, and he started putting together, you know, sort of his uh, rise from the ashes to what he's become now. Um, right. you, this thing about San Diego, I mean, you probably did you you probably did, went to enjoy the Supercross, but in your mind, did you think I might be able to find somebody and network with him? I mean, was that a plan? Honestly, I, I you know, we were so late along in the year. I thought I thought my chances were kind of up, so. Um... I honestly didn't have that in my mind. I was just going there to enjoy some racing. Um, but you have to keep yourself in the window. It, it sucks because people in this industry, I mean, you get forgotten about so quickly. You know, from one race weekend to the next, you can be forgotten about if you're not there. So you, just keeping yourself visible and keeping your name out there, letting people know what, what you're doing and what you're up to, I think plays a big role in, in getting rides and not getting rides. Let's talk a little bit about um, doing the two classes. Um, a lot of people probably aren't aware of of what we're doing there, but we've we've come up with this Superbike Cup, and it's it's really just a way to entice some of the stock one thousand riders who are interested in 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 moving up to Superbike. It's a little bit of an enticement that they can do that, and we're allowing them to run both classes. Is that? I mean, that, that's that's got to be something you look forward to, right? I mean, you get to do you get to do both. For sure. Yeah, I, th I think it's going to work out great. You know, I think uh, I think it's going to show a lot of the stock guys that it's going to show them that they're a lot closer to, to the superbikes and to the top guys than what they actually think. Um, so I think it's going to be encouraging for a lot of people to, to maybe step up just a little bit and, and maybe go race superbikes because we know that's the pinnacle and that's where everybody wants to be. So, um, you know, I've, I've raced superbike now for two years, but getting the opportunity to do it on a stock bike and, and just get that experience and ride with those guys, it, it's, it's going to be massive. And hopefully it encourages some people to, to maybe, you know, step up a little bit. I, I know it's expensive, but um, it's where we all want to be. It's the dream, right? That's, we want to be champions and we want to be doing it at the best level. So yeah, I think, uh, I think what, what Motor America has, has done this year, I think it's, I think it's going to work out and I know I'm excited. I can't wait to, to get that many laps under my belt. Yeah. And I think you're right. I mean, it is, I think, I think there'll be a lot of people that do make the move from stock thousand to the, to the superbike class. And like you said, I think they'll find out that they're more capable than what they think, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, you know, obviously the, the bikes have a lot to play in it, but bikes are so good these days. It doesn't take much for them to, to go, pretty fast around the racetrack so you know i think uh i think i think people are going to realize pretty quick that it doesn't take that much to to be competitive yeah you know jeff may said as much last year he when he you know was racing in stock 1000 and and we saw that i think the pace for them jumped up by like 
a, a second a lap or something. They were a lot faster last year than they were the year before and are getting, you know, definitely closer. So um, they're definitely very capable bikes. There's no doubt about it. I, you know, I, I know there's some things, forks and things like that. And, you know, you've, you've ridden some bikes. Have, have you ridden, you've ridden some bikes that are truly super bike spec. The bike you rode last year, did that have the bigger forks on it, Cam? It did. I mean, my Honda was, it was a true super bike. Your Honda, yeah. Uh, the the Brosta team, that was a true super bike. Okay. Just so not a very good one. <laughs> Um, well, uh, now they have a good one. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I kind of wonder sometimes, I mean, I, I know it's changed a little bit, Cam, but I want to ask you about this. You know, and this is, we've talked about this before, but, you know, Matthew Skoltz kind of famously won, won a race on, on a super stock 1000 bike. It was called that then, not a stock 1000, but it's essentially the same thing. They're very capable of doing that. And, you know, one of the things that's evolved about the Westby team is they've gotten, you know, the it's they have a super bike they've got the electronics and all this in, in some ways and compare it to i don't know what you had for electronics before compared to what you're going to have now um speaking about that do you think you can sometimes get lost in the minutiae of all the settings on a super bike whereas what's that yeah talk about yeah, it please 110 percent. i mean the systems these days that there's just so many maps and so many options that you what you can do with it that it is pretty easy to get caught up in the in the whole system and and just get caught up and looking at that computer screen 24 7 and and basing a lot of things off that computer screen um you know there's obviously there's a lot of good things that data is good for um but you know i and and maybe that's my problem maybe that's why i haven't been able to adapt as quick but i still like relying on on rider feel uh and and you know even a lot of times on the honda there was times where they were like well you just have to do it and and it was the hardest thing for me to do was was to trust that the electronics were going to handle it knowing that i could get to 80 percent throttle in the middle of the turn and letting the electronics to me that was the hardest thing to to adapt to was like actually knowing and and trusting in the system um where I, I just kind of re prefer relying on rider feel and, and having that connection from your wrist to the throttle be the same to the rear tire. Um, so, so for sure, I mean, it, it's super easy to get lost in that, in that system. And, and uh, it, it's definitely something that takes a couple of years of, of learning and, and, and practicing the system before you get it right. Hmm. Yeah, I still can't imagine just having the confidence in something like that, that they can just whack the throttle the way that they do right. and just trust that things work. You know, and, you know, and, without... that, and most of the time that that's kind of what the thing It's like, well, just trust it. You know, that that's how that's how the guys in World Superbike ride. So just trust it. Go ahead and do it. And it's like, man, I don't I don't know if I can do that. Right. You don't want to be like the fifth man on the moon. Well, exactly. You know, just it, it just in case at one time it let's go for whatever reason and it, it, it will be big so yeah and i was going to say that i mean you might have something with a sensor or whatever it, it can, the, the system can betray you sometimes you know it, it you can trust it and it might let you down right i mean it happens electronics yeah i mean there's all kinds of gremlins that can work their way in there and you never know you never know but you know it's uh 
maybe that's something I should have tried to change and, and maybe just believe in the system a little bit more. But it, it was just so hard for me to wrap my head around just, you know, getting in the throttle and, and, and trusting the system. You know, it's it's funny. Our uh, fans, a lot of our fans are pretty, uh, pretty smart. They stay pay a lot of attention to what's going on. And um, they the uh, so sorry, Altus Motorsports, George Nassani put out the press release and we ran it about Haggerty. And people said, well, okay, Cam Peterson had a bike that said Haggerty on the side of it. So a few people kind of figured it out or, or at least the dots a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, of course, Kyle Wyman was one of the ones that did it. We oh, saw he was. Of course, yeah. Kyle, but, Kyle knows, he, he knows everything. He's got the lowdown on everything. Right. <laughs> he does. But tell us, if you would, kind of about that brand, Cam. Is that a, is that a brand of yours, or how did, how did that work a little bit? I mean, you, have, you must have some relationship yeah. with them in order to pull that into the team. That's pretty good. Yeah, I got pretty lucky with, with Haggerty. Um, so they they insure classic cars and motorcycles um so it's an insurance company um you know they're trying to they're trying to make their way into the motorcycle racing scene i think they they're pretty big on the car side already um but haggerty they i'm not sure exactly the details i could be wrong here but they bought motorsport ridge uh so so the registrate they they bought um uh, motorsport reg and uh so my system works for motorsport reg she ended up working for haggerty and and uh kyle bone the guy who runs the motorcycle scene of of haggerty um you know just got talking to shay and and found out that shay was a massive bike fan and then they got talking to me and then uh just out of the blue he came and he watched last year at uh road america and yeah before we know it, we had a relationship and and he was helping out so he's he's honestly i i don't think i would have had a ride without those guys either so uh without them i yeah who knows where i would have been and it's super cool seeing a company like that trying to get into the racing side of things and and uh i think they just understand that this is a hobby and and they just want to keep it going for for everyday guys like us and, and not let it get out of control with all the crazy electronics and prices and, and all that crazy stuff, you know? You know, it's funny about Haggerty too, about that brand. So Kyle Bowen, you mentioned, um, after we ran the press release uh, from Altus, he actually reached out to me uh, just because my, my name was on it because I had posted that release. And, you know, I didn't know him at all. And he, so he, he um, reached out to me and, and, said he's going to be at Coda and he helped us with a couple of things. And we talked a little bit and I didn't even tell him this. I didn't have time because we were working on stuff, but I actually am a customer of Haggerty. And uh, one of the things they do with motorcycles is they'll ensure like things that aren't even on the road. Like I've got a couple my, I've got my very first Yamaha. It's an RD 350 that I got when I was 16 years old. I don't ride it anymore. It's a garage queen. I know a lot of people will bust on me and say it's, they're supposed to be ridden, but that one actually is in, a, in an inflatable bubble in my garage, but I, I have no a shirt. It is. It is. My no, wife's that's... afraid to go out in the garage. She thinks it's Michael Jackson's hyperbaric. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, it's got. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I go out there and there's like a choir, choir of angels singing with that thing in there. You know, there's like a bow to it. But, but my point is that Haggerty, 
I, I insure that motorcycle with Haggerty because I could ride it if I want to, but I, you know, I want to have it covered in case anything happens. So they're great for that kind of stuff. They do sort of creative insurance coverage for, you know, things that you wouldn't right. think. You could yeah. Do, they so. do all cool kinds of stuff. I know they, they pretty heavily involved in, in armor racing. Um, you know, so any of you that guys out sense. there with, with some classic bikes that, that race at armor, go check, go check Haggerty out. They've got some good policies for you. Yeah. And this guy, Kyle's a total enthusiast. He said he for sure is going to be at Coda. And, uh, we talked about, you know, meeting him and everything. So he's all in on this, this team and making this happen. So you got a good one behind you, Cam. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I struck gold with, with Haggerty and Kyle. Um, but like you said, he is the guys, he's just an absolute fanatic of the sport. So we're lucky to have him involved. Yeah. That's I'm still trying to wrap my head around Sean having a motorcycle in his garage that's in a plastic bubble. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I, thought, is, I, I told you that, Paul, at some point. I, but. Uh, you, maybe. Is John Travolta in one, too? Did you ever see that movie, The Boy in the Bubble? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't want – exactly. I don't want to let my motorcycle get a coronavirus or anything. <laughs> <laughs> that my dad's a little bit like that with his Audi 350s. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're the same way. Yeah, Robbie and I are exactly like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what this is. That's what this is. It's a it's a 1975 RD 350B. So it's yeah, it's it's the orange one. I love that bike so much. Well, but you better not show them that. You know, us South Africans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd look in there. There'd be an empty bubble in your garage. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing but bricks. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, so, you know, Cam, one of the things, this is kind of off, off the topic a little bit. Oh, but, no. Well, well, I have two things I want to go, I want to go off. Of, and, and, yeah. Well, let me go with the first one because, okay, I got to call out somebody right now, Cam Peterson, and it's you have got quite the young lady for a girlfriend in Nina. I, she's, she's terrific. This Listen, is where stuff gets creepy. No, I'm not going to go there, but <laughs> talk about, I mean, she's a sweet girl. She's always with you. I just wanted to have a shout out to Nina. I don't know her last name and uh, you can reveal it if you want to, but. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. My girl, Nina, she's, uh, she's awesome. I'm, I'm also super lucky to have her in a corner. She, she does everything for me and make sure I'm good to go. So, uh, yeah, you know, living the life here in America, that's for sure. <laughs> And and the other thing I wanted to tell you, so this is weird. I'm pretty, uh, being a writer, I am very specific about people's names. And I will never, I've told Matthew Skoltz this before. I will never call him Matt, even though some people do. I know him as Matthew. That's his name. And I never call Cameron Bobier anything but Cameron. I've never, I know his dad even calls him Cam sometime. But you're, you're the only one. I actually call you Cam. I don't really call you Cameron. And I think your dad calls you Cam too. So are you known more as Cam than you are as Cameron? Hundred percent. Yeah, Cam. I go by Cam. Like, it's kind of funny, and I don't know why I know this, but even if you go into Google and and you Google Cameron Peterson, nothing shows up. But if you Google Cam Peterson, a whole bunch of stuff shows up. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I definitely go by Cam. That's a okay. stage name. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It is. Um. That's cool. So, so you're testing at Chuck Wally. You're, well, you're there today. You'll be there over the weekend. And then this will be the test that you, the only test you have before we get to our preseason barber test, or will you be able to shake down the bike a little more? Do you know? Uh, I think the plan is for right now, we just, you know, shake down the bike these next two days. Um, 
and then I think we'll go back to the drawing board and, and just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm going to make notes this weekend and see what we need. Um, and then I think the plan is just to get the bike ready and, and get ready for Barber. What? Yeah, so when you go out there to Chakwala, for example, for the two days, do you just do the practice sessions or will you also race it? Um, so the deal was, I mean, uh, again, so I have to pay for my, my testing, um, mm-hmm. which is part of the deal. So I have to pay for tires and all of that. So the plan was to only come out here today and do a couple sessions just because of tires. Um, but I guess they making me do one race tomorrow. So I'll be here tomorrow doing one race and then I'll head back home. So it'll be you versus Michael Gilbert. I honestly, I don't even know who's riding here. I don't know who's going to be out on track. I, I, I saw Alex Dumas was here, so I know he's mm-hmm. going to be fast. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see who, who, who's out here. And you have some track time there, right? Yeah, I, uh, I did some stuff with, obviously when I wrote, raced for team Hammond 16, um, we did some stuff with ridiculous here. So I've got a few laps around under my belt around here. So I, it's, it's going to take me a little bit to learn the track and, and figure stuff out still. Right. But uh, I'm pumped. I, I just, I, I'm so excited to be back on a bike and riding again. And you're, you're obviously going to continue working with Danny Walker and American super camp, right? That's kind of your, jo- that's your job, right? Your day job. Yeah, that that's my day job. And, and I absolutely love it. Um, you know, so it's another way of, of, of getting some riding under my belt. So, uh, yeah, I'll be working with American Supercamp for, for the rest of the year. Mm, that's great. Sean, you got any other um, weird stuff for him before we let him go ride? You know, not weird stuff, but I did want to say one thing. Um, Paul, you might, you were probably going to broach this, but I, I'm going to bring this up for now, right now. So Cam Peterson is racing Superbike for uh, Altus Motorsports on a Suzuki GSXR 1000. And with that in mind, We've been pretty heavily on our social media um, promoting um, our streaming subscription service, Moto America Live, and telling our, our fans to get you know get their race tickets. So Cam Peterson is back. He's in Superbike. That's one more reason for the fans out there to subscribe to Moto America Live Plus um, and also to get the race, their race tickets for any and every race track that they're going to go to this year. And you go to Moto America dot com slash buy for all the details on how to do that i just wanted to mention that um because you know cam's back so it's it's on right now like donkey <laughs> nah, Kong, so <laughs> I, I appreciate it guys and yeah just to everybody out there who's listening please uh we need the support so uh you know any little bit we can get goes a long way so go go definitely check out the tickets and and the motor america live plus um it, it goes a long way and we appreciate it Hey, do you guys, did you cut some financial deal with Moto America to say the stuff that I didn't know about? Because I think I need to, I deserve to be in on the deal too, but it sounds like you well, and Sean was, are making some was, extra cash no, with these little announcements. I was just going to send you guys an invoice at the end of this. That's all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. and, I, and I'm just doing it just for the love of everything, you know, love of the sport. Yeah. Well, you go back out in the garage, look at the bike in the bubble and we'll let Cam go ride and we'll go back to work. But, uh. <laughs> Thanks for thanks for breaking the news with us and and good luck this season. Um, I think you're going to do well. I'd also um, I'd have a difficult time betting against you if there's a little bit of a rain shower in one of these superbike races. So um, good luck and, <laughs> yeah. and be safe out there this weekend and and take those notes and get that thing sorted out and and you'll have a good season. Awesome, thanks guys. I appreciate it and thanks for having me back on. 
Yeah, no worries. Talk to you soon, Sean. Cool. Yeah, I'll right. speak, right, speak, yep. speak to you guys soon. Later, bye.